Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Good morning. How the hell goes it? It's Clyde Alley's show. Is this who you were looking for? If not, go ahead. We'll give you a second to change the station. Don't give people a second to change the station. All right. In that case, you've come to the exact right place at the exact right time. Let's make this the greatest day of your life. Thanks for hanging out. I'm Clyde. There's Alley. Hi. we got DJ Omar Khan. Hello. He is the audio sniper, the one and only. you got your imitator in the back, Jake the Nerd, and taking the calls right now. Actually, I think Jake's in the bathroom taking the calls. you got Postmaster Johnny, 800-520-1067 to interact with the show starting immediately on the phones, on the text line. And who knows, you may even get to talk to Vanessa right there, professional comedian and part-time drug mule, You know, I, I actually got to hear, um, yesterday I was about to go to the bathroom and I heard her talking to somebody on the phone and it was so great because she answered and was like, hello, Edward. And then she was like, it's not Edward? Yeah. <laughs> well, what is it again? Yeah. Edgar. Yeah. It's not Edgar? Yeah, Hold like, on, Edgar. I understand that <laughs> it's like, what's everyone has there? accepted the fact that I am the name butcher. And yes, there have been quite a few times when the butchering is 100% my fault. But, there but were who also... answers the phone and just says, hello, Edward? Right. You're just <laughs> like, hoping. Like you're she... just making up a name from the get-go? Hey, look, eventually she'll be right. I, I think that's her <laughs> guess. Like, eventually when she hits it, the person's going to be like, whoa, that was crazy. If you're an Edward, she's waiting for you. Here's what we got going on for you today. Uh, keep in mind, if we play Chili Peppers music, you will definitely want to call us because it means we'll get you the March 2 redo at the forum. We got that to look forward to. Also, want to get you qualified to go to Vegas for 311 days, not just one, but two days, and a little bit of actual March 11, 311. You'll be in Vegas. We'll put you up, get you out there, qualify you for that. Tom Segura is going to be telling jokes at the forum. That is part of the Netflix is a joke comedy festival. Lots to get to today. Go nowhere. The show gets good, hopefully starting right now here at K-Rock. It's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley's show. You can listen for us. More importantly, listen for the Chili Peppers, because when we play that coming up later this morning, get you into the March 2 redo happening at the forum. All you got to do is be ready to call us, 800-520-1067. My favorite part, by the way, Ali, of us doing this mm -hmm. is pretty much every third song we play on K-Rock, Vanessa will chime in and go, 
Is this a Chili Pepper song? Yeah, and we're like, uh, this is garbage, <laughs> or this is Weezer, Weezer, or occasionally a band that would sound nothing at all like that. One time it was a commercial for Cars for Kids, and she's like, this is them, right? We're like, no. Or even if we say, it, yes, it, this is actually Weezer, then she says, Wizard? Yeah, she doesn't know. Or so, Wizard. So here's the good news. If you call and you hear any song, just call Vanessa and tell you her Chili Pepper. Yeah, you probably, might be able to get your way through. She may just give you tickets anyway. Uh, 800-520-1067. The numbers to join us this morning here at K-Rock. Um, Klein, when you go on vacation, I know that right now you're still not drinking, right? Because of our forced resolutions. But how soon after you get to a new place, say Cabo or whatever, are you have a drink in hand? You know what's so funny is that I, on a vacation day, I will drink, especially the first day of a vacation. That's usually, like most often when I fly, if it's not a vacation, I don't have a drink. Usually on a plane. Don't have a drink. If I'm going on a vacation, especially somewhere tropical. You have a drink on the plane. I will sometimes mm. get a load of this. If I take an Uber to the airport, I will sometimes have a drink, a pre-airport drive drink, just what? to celebrate, just to be like, it's a vacation day. Whoa, what kind of pre, what kind of roadie do you take? Well, if it's a morning flight, I'll throw like a little, uh, you know, a little whiskey in the coffee. Ooh. And sometimes I'll I'll do like, if I'm actually going to be in the back of a Uber, let's just say, I think the rules are you're allowed to drink in the back of an Uber. I don't if they're not, don't tell me. Open Otherwise, container is still not a thing. But if it's like a bigger Uber, right? If it's like no, a... No. No, what if you're in the third row? <laughs> they know? Yeah, still? yes. Because the limos, you can drink in limos. <laughs> Why is that? I so know, that is weird. I will sometimes bring a, a little drink with me and then... I will occasionally, when we get to the airport, I will get not a drink at the airport, but on the plane, I will have a drink. That's funny. It kind of seems like actually doing this forced resolution was good for you. <laughs> Just from what you were explaining. <laughs> uh, now that I said that out loud, I think that <laughs> I have a problem. seems like that was an issue. But when I do land, Allie, the answer is at the airport. Like if I go to Cabo, I always get a drink at the airport when I land. Yeah, right when you see, walk Katie outside. always wants a drink at the airport regardless of where we're going. And, and a drink on. I like drink on the plane because drink on the plane is half the price of drink at the airport. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because there's this new trend of dry tripping. And they say it's taking over spring break this year. And the new trend, especially for the younger generations, is to go on a vacation sober and to not drink at all. And they said that it's, you know, this alcohol-free travel allows for hangover-free days where you can kind of get more in on your vacation. That's what the sun is for. If you drink in the sun... You get can, a solid night's sleep. You sleep it off in the sun, and then you wake up and you're ready to drink more. I don't understand what you're talking about. It's more affordable, so you can actually pay for more experiences because you're not wasting a bunch of money getting wasted all day. But I think it highly depends on where you're going. Obviously, if this is a big trend, it doesn't seem like it's right for it to be a spring break trend because that's a vacation that's built around alcohol, right? Well, but the if- concept, traditional spring break is you're holding, you know, you've got those giant yard long whatevers, you're drinking constantly, yeah. it's this and that. Every event is based on drinking. I would be, I've gone to these like clubs. I've been to loud nightclubs before sober. It's terrible. A terrible experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to be very inebriated to even enjoy that sort of a vibe because when I've been in there on the few times where for whatever reason I was not drinking it's just constant annoyance yeah no that I think you need to there are certain occasions that you need to be drunk for and I think there are certain places that you need to be drunk at when you're in Mexico you've got a Cabo situation or you're in Hawaii I think that you need to be drinking because if you're in that like quote resort vacation mode you need to be drinking fruity cocktails and you need to not be sober but if you're going on like you know an experience where you're going to be like hiking and seeing temples and doing all that kind of stuff I don't think you really need to be drinking and plus 
I think after a few days of drink heavy drinking on a vacation, I feel like it gets kind of exhausting. Like I get burnt out on drinking after like day three or four. I I'm like still. I understand the concept of like taking one day as a reset. Like that's a big Vegas. If you ever go to Vegas for more than four days, I think it's imperative you throw in like a reset day in there. You're like, yeah. Today's the day I'm just not going to drink. You tell yourself that at least, and then you and know. then at six p.m. when someone hands you like right. a vodka Red Bull, you're, you're like, eh, okay, why not? <laughs> but I, the concept of I, for me, and maybe this is the thing they're trying to separate. I just connect the idea of relaxation with having a drink on the beach. Like if I was sitting by my own pool, I don't. I rarely am having a drink by my yes, own pool. But, but if, if I'm at a hotel a, pool, yes, then you feel like you have to. I feel like you have to have a drink. And also, I don't want to say it's peer pressure, but like I see other people holding a coconut and drinking out of it, and I go like, "Man, I'm that. That looks nice. Yeah. I want that." You know, businesses. They said businesses are starting to incorporate this in their like corporate travel, and now. Um, Delta, JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines are all offering like mocktails on their flights. Oh my God. What is the point of that? <laughs> that that's where you're paying someone to muddle a drink and make it taste, oh, there's basil. You're, this, pay, you're this pay, mojito. paying for a flight attendant to do that. Right, or I flight. guess open a mocktail can and pour it over ice. Yeah. And which I, the whole reason, I mean, listen, let's be honest. I have been sober on planes. I've been a few drinks deep on a plane. And there are people that get too drunk, get thrown off the planes. Don't be those people. But. To get, like, a few drinks in you, if, if you can handle your alcohol, like, it makes the whole flying experience, for me, way more relaxing. Until it doesn't. Yeah, until I, it doesn't. I think that but it... But that's everything. That's all the good stuff. Yeah, because then you're just landing in a new place. Unless you're landing in a really great place, you're landing in a new place drunk. Also, you know and my... you have to deal with all that. You know, Omar and I always agree about the Cornitas, the little cor Corona bottles. I still get a... I know I'm an adult, I shouldn't care, but I still get such a kick out of the, the little, little, cor the little yeah. tiny airplane bottles <laughs> of alcohol. Because I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's so mini. It's a Tito's, and I have a big one at home, and there's a little I think one. I got a little baby and one. And I love it so much, <laughs> and, I, and I can't help it. And you... You just crush, you hold like four of them in your hand at one time. And you're like, big and man, need It's drink. like satisfying to dip, tip it over it and feels, get it. It's a whole experience. I think we have problems. That's Isn't drinking great? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, dry vacation. <laughs> Not for me. Yeah. Quick break. We're back in a second. We got more Klein Alley Show coming up. All right, it's K Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. If you're new to the show, pleasure to meet you. Set your expectations accordingly. We'll get to your ADD news now. Then we kick off a brand new hour of the show. Keep in mind, coming up today, uh, qualify you go to Vegas with 311 for a 311 weekend. It happens every other year, as you know this. If you're a diehard 311 fan, this time they're taking over Vegas for not one but two shows on the 9th and the 10th and as Nick promised us when he was in here they will play over midnight of the 10th so you'll actually get some 311 on 311. That is upcoming plus Chili Peppers music will result in you getting tickets to go see us and the Chili Peppers more importantly at the March 2 redo at the Forum when we return there for the sequel to the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. That note now let's get to your ADD News with Allie. Here we go. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. All no snooze. All right. I'll ask you to picture yourselves in a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General, any dollar variety store, and think about the vibe, the smells, the general feeling that you get when you're inside of that dollar store. And now think about how that would feel to be inside of a warehouse of a family dollar or a Dollar Tree. It's kind of what the store feels like. Oh, it's just I mean, chaos. Just times a hundred, that feeling, that's where all the magic happens, the family dollar warehouse. Um, one of them is making news because, and luckily this was not a local family dollar warehouse, but 
this family dollar has been ordered to pay $41 million because when they did an inspection, they found rodent-infested warehouses that were used to distribute food, cosmetics, and medical devices to more than 400 different stores. But didn't we expect that? Like, why is that not surprising to me? I go to the... I, I, every once in a while, there's one down the street here, a 99-cent-only thing on Wilshire, and I go to that sometimes, and as expected, they have a couple of things in there like, oh, cool, bag of candy for a buck. That's a good steal. And then you... you randomly in the produce section and you think to yourself I'm I'm not going to eat this I'm sure if I were to buy it and it were to be not great for a variety of reasons it's all buy at your own risk right I think everyone knows that going in it, anything you buy whether it's a, if a broom and dustpan I feel like I've bought a million of those from the dollar store and they break after like a week One and I know what I'm getting into my favorite purchase ever because I hate buying tinfoil, but you need it. I bought one at the Dodgers, a roll. I thought it was a roll of tinfoil. I pulled out the roll, <laughs> and it was, it was, it was one, one it was enough to wrap up one hamburger, and the roll was empty. And I was like, well, they got me on this one. They got me real good on this one. But I kind of was like, fool me once, they you know, order a bush set. Shame on the other guy, right? <laughs> but I feel like rodent-infested warehouses ah. in the dollar store scenario probably make some of their items better. Yeah, I would think so. It's a bonus right there. Yeah, there's some rat droppings there. I didn't think I was getting that, too. Um, so something that you have always knocked me about is now good for you, according to a new study. Um, as I've said before, Klein people love to tell you secrets and open up to you, and then people tell me their secrets, and I blab about it to everybody. But according to a new study, I'm gossiping in general oh, is good for you. Unrelated to this little story, the fact that you told me after the fact of Shark Tank, because that was really one of the deepest <laughs> secrets I had to keep for so long that I was going to be on Shark Tank. And I told you and Omar just because it affected the schedule of the show a little bit. And I did. It, it, by the way, I didn't even tell Johnny, Vanessa. No one else knew. You and Omar knew only. And Omar, nothing said zero to zero people. I told my wife. You told me about seven And my pe- mom. No, you told me there was about six and sister. Right, and you mentioned some other people and a friend of a friend and some other person you knew. And yeah, but you, they're not people that are going to spread. It, mm, she, I mean, my mom probably told her husbands. Great. All, <laughs> even there, right? That's quadruple the people right there. So, the throat goat has loose lips they, north and south, guys. Well, here's the thing. On average, a person spends about an hour a day talking about other people. And it takes up a lot of our daily lives. And, of course, a lot of the gossip or, quote, secrets or talking about others is positive and negative. But they said, according to a new study, that both of them are important because gossip plays a very important role in us sharing information about each other. And it informs the groups that we want to spend time with. So if nobody talked about anybody, we would have no idea about any of it. And we would probably be wasting a lot more time with useless people. But because I like to talk crap, it's going to help you. And your well-being. That's and you'll what, know to avoid that lady. That's what gossipers always say. About. People that gossip, they always defend their gossip because they don't think that's what they're doing. They think that they are having, like you said, fruitful conversation or whatever. But the reality and it's is... it's bonding. It's bonding, but usually if two people... I, I, I do remember I worked at a place one time and there was one person no one liked. And the nice thing about that one person, we all hated. And finally he, he quit or got fired, I forget. But... It was such a bonding that everyone disliked this person yeah. so much that everyone else would literally spend hours talking about all of the dumb things this guy would say. This was like a boss that thought he was smart would say stupid things. His name was Mike Kaplan. He used to work here. <laughs> and uh, and then the, 
And then. And but, how beneficial was it that we talked crap about him on uh, a regular basis? Oh, well, eventually, I eventually think someone finally listened and they got Candace ass. Yes, but that's the thing is, I think that gossip is primal. I think it's part of our innate human behavior to talk about each other. And think about the hunting and gathering days. The guys would go off and hunt, and what were the women going to do? They were going to, you know, breastfeed and talk about other people. Yeah, I guess that's that's. What uh, else are we gonna do? That's right. They couldn't really do much else at that point. <laughs> what am I gonna go out and gather? You didn't clean this cave. What are you saying? You're <laughs> gossiping all day. Um, all right. I know we have a bamboozled and official one later on. Where we'll tell you about some of the biggest scams that are going on in the world right now. But um, this is a minor one that I believe has already been uh, taken down. And I think this is a special kind of a hole that would do something like this. But Matthew Perry's official. Twitter page was hacked and was directing people to donate to some kind of a, a cause or a page through crypto. And it was like him tweeting random things like, here are the three perfect movies. I am Matt Man, you know, posting stuff that he would post. But then it was like other, hey, why don't you donate to this foundation? And then no, people no. would donate and it wasn't real. But how what messed the, up? What was the first tip off that he's dead and he can't tweet? Yeah. Should have been I, the first tip off. I think there. that's why I'm saying like it did get nipped in the bud yeah, pretty early I mean, on. I mean, but a, still so messed up. A few red flags here. Crypto involving crypto. Already big red flag. Uh, also, Matt Perry's dead. So yeah. him tweeting about... Uh, but I think some people assume now that people social media once they've passed turns into like a tribute page or like hey why don't you donate to this recovery center or something like that right so people probably still follow Matthew Perry and wouldn't think twice about it yeah, they, I like uh, there's a few people who I follow who are no longer with us but it says very clearly in the front like uh, page being operated by uh, my, you know, so and so sister, yes. or it's always or, the sister. It's always the sister. It's because the sister got nothing else to do but gossip. <laughs> I know. She's That's like, Hi, I'll do it. Uh, we kick off a brand new hour of the show coming up next right here. K Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Welcome to a brand new hour. Set your expectations accordingly. This is Klein Alley's show on K-Rock. If you need us, 
Love the interaction. The number is 800-520-1067. You can use those numbers to call, complain, critique, comment, or potentially win stuff. Remember, when we play Chili Peppers, and we got a lot of Chili Peppers to play, call us up so we can get you into the March 2 redo happening this Saturday at the Kia Forum. Also, you can call or text Allie if you have a problem with anything she said, uh, any of her out-of-context quotes that Omar likes to play on a regular basis. Like that. All right. Call right now and complain about that. And wasabi, go. Nope, he doesn't have it. Wasabi. No. Ching, ching, ching. Can't, no, can't do all these back-to-back-to-back, guys. People don't hear the show in context. Like back-to-back is offensive, too. You cannot say back-to-back. Also not okay. 626 anyway. said that they uh, were on their way to work, and then they just decided, you know what? I don't want to do it today. And they called in sick and they're just headed home. That is a great... By the way, 626, what you're doing is a thought that I think everyone has had in their head every single morning. Just like, I I'm not I'm in a, not in it today. I look for reasons. Even coming here, and I like being here for the most part, but even coming here every day, I'm like, mm, that tree's blowing a little hard for me. I'm going to turn it around. Uh, because the, the, the concept of... I know everyone loves the idea of a day off, sleeping in taking some extra time. But just like not even a personal day, just a day for no reason. Yeah, but also like you've already gotten dressed. You've already gotten through the hardest parts. You got out of the bed, you got mm-hmm. dressed, you got your coffee, you're actually on your way to whatever it is you do for a job and then just going, you know what? Uh, Leap years only happen once every four years. I guess I'll just take the day. Yeah, and I do think that this Thursday should be a day for everybody. We said it. Listen, I, I think the whole world would get excited if they put out some big statement tonight and they're like, from now on, once every four years, you get that bonus day of February. That is considered a holiday. Especially on this month when it's a shorter month, so everyone's more stressed about money, and you just feel like you have a day to just get your head around whatever you're worried about. I hate cutting the rent check in February. It's my least favorite because you, you Absolutely. It bounces faster than usual. It bounces so much quicker. <laughs> and I'm like, not on Heart Health Month and Black History Month. Why would you bounce this check? Anyway, we got lots going on this hour on the show. If you need us, we're here for the interaction. 800-520-1067. Fine here. Ali there. Omar there. Jake the Nerd. DJ Omar Khan and Vanessa. We get into it all after this right here. K-Rock. All right. It's K-Rock. We are Clan Alley Show. And uh, something that you guys have all mocked me about, both publicly and privately, I will now publicly admit that I'm not going to say you were right and I was wrong, but we know it would get to this point eventually, and now it has gotten to this point. So I just want you to hear from me first before it comes up in conversation. It seems hard for you, whatever this is. I am not a gym person. I've never been a gym person. Uh, You can clearly tell that by looking at me or listening to me for more than a few seconds. You're definitely the guy at the gym that looks out of place. And I've never even seen you at a gym, but... Most people haven't. Especially if you, like, still got your backwards cap. I did not want to be one of those losers that joined a gym January 1st and then announced as we enter March, end of February, that now I am quitting the gym because I just think that's so cliche. But you're doing it. So I joined my gym in December. I don't think you can even say my gym. I, it's called a my gym. It's for children. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was a good place for me. And the equipment me. was still too difficult. I uh, had a tough... It was, t- it was hard for me to toss all those handkerchiefs Those monkey bars. <laughs> Couldn't do it. So I joined... My wife joined a gym. She, for some reason, the deal was if two people join instead of one person, it's not a buy one, get one, but it's the first like person. Like discounted. And by the way, I don't even think I got the discount. I think she got like a free private training session or some, you know, some, some whatever. So she says to me, you should just join the gym too. And you know, we should kind of can be our thing, but she's like a gym person every day. 
she goes to the gym. She knows. Is it the, every single day? No, because I like, know she also has the Peloton. Does she, she mix and match? She doesn't really do the Peloton anymore. Oh. That thing's just collecting dust at this point. And trust me when I say I'm not doing it. Sometimes I'll put on one of the shows and watch it, but I will one not. One of see- the shows? You mean workouts? Yeah, I'll put on one of the. Yeah, <laughs> I call it. Yeah, I call them I just shows. Scroll through these shows suck. Uh, I Triceps, like, uh, ugh, uh, lame. I like the sports bra woman, so I watch her a little bit. Season two of Core, but I will sit on the floor, <laughs> not on the bike, because I don't want to accidentally pedal. You know, <laughs> so she said, "Let's do it together. It could be our thing." And I think, you know, I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. And she says, you never stick to the gym thing. You always and, just start going. And, and I think there's nothing you hate more than a workout couple. I hate like it. Like, you wouldn't well, want to be the we were person never, that you By the hate. way, th- we, we were the type of couple that would show up together, walk in the door, but then we would not see each other again until we left. I we see. were not doing stuff side by side. No one was You're spotting. spotting no, yeah. no spotting, no this and that. I mean, I would spot a little bit when I looked at my shorts afterwards because I lifted too yeah. hard. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I can't believe you made a spotting joke. I just, you know, figured when in Rome. <laughs> so I decided, Allie, because I got a couple of emails from this gym saying, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Are you okay? Kind of checking so on sad. me. And then I realized, what am I doing? And they just sent me something in the mail that said they are raising the monthly by like 15 bucks a month. Ew. Which for no reason, because I'm not even a guy that uses it that often. I don't think I've ever used one of their towels. I think they should do like tiered pricing. Like, of course. If, if you go often, then you should... Then those are the people you can increase the price for because those are your regulars. Those are the people that are never going to cancel. The people who you should always keep it the same or discount it, you should do it based on how often you go. There was one time, and this was, you know, I've quit. Every gym I've ever joined, I have quit. And usually I quit it because I don't use it enough or at all. And when I do show up, I take a quick lap around and realize I don't belong here. And that's and why I, I don't know why you keep doing it. Because I always think this time is going to be different and this time I'm really committed or this time I just need to like force myself to go. That's what they always say. Just go. Even if you don't lift anything, just go. Get in the habit of going. If you get in the habit of going enough, eventually you'll do something, you'll lose some weight. Yeah. I did, I did get in the habit of going and I still would find ways to get a snack or like an RX bar and then leave. Mm-hmm. And I, so what is the phone call like when you have to tell? It's I, oh, sort of like breaking I, up to somebody. So I haven't done it yet, but apparently, because I did. Like doing it online, I feel like gives you this anonymity. Like I, I want to cancel they, and they make you call. They make me go in person. What? Not call. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got to go in person. You got to limp your ass all the way over there? I got to walk there, <laughs> get all winded, <laughs> spotting, and then I got to go in there and I got to quit. And I know... It's going to be that thing because they're going to bring in the guy and then they're like, well, maybe we don't raise the da-da-da or hey. And then once you're there, you're like, get a little bit of motivation back again. And you're like, "Mm, I'm I'm done. It's like I haven't been. And it's also... When I even do go now, it's almost like a joke. Like uh, like when I, on the rare time, I mean, I've probably been twice in the last two months. I mean, it's really bad. I've only been God. a part of this thing for maybe See, three months. See, that makes me so mad just as an El Cheapo, you I know. know? It's, it's just a, it's like, a, why? And the amount of p- times I, that people do the exact same thing you're talking about. I, I did the math in my head and I was like, eh, if I go every day, it's like only 2 or $4 a day every to go. Every day? But I know. But, uh, yeah, I know. But I didn't go every day. <laughs> You've so, never gone every day no. in your life. And uh, I don't really use a lot of the stuff. And I'm not even lifting the heavyweights. Those should cost more. You're doing that bar where it's just yeah, the bar? I'm just doing the bar. <laughs> I don't even need their weights. So anyway, I got to go deal with that after the show. Uh, so I just want you guys to know, thank you for the support. Well, I'm, please record that interaction. Uh, I'm quit, quit, I'm and the spotting. The uh, back in a second. <laughs> more Clan Alley Show next. Get around, hello. This is Wolfgang calling from Berlin in Germany. Are you really listening to us right now in Germany? Yeah, I am. What time is it there? It's like four something in the afternoon. How do you listen? Are you on the app? It's a radio stream, so I can listen via 
um, internet. Is it illegal? No. How did you find our show? Oh, I was a student in the 90s, and I listened to K-Rock every day, and back then it was different names. Yeah, yeah, much better. <laughs> yeah, you think it's yeah. gotten better over the years or worse? <laughs> no, the same. To laugh your, you know what off. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you into any weird sex stuff? No. <laughs> they don't think it's weird, though, Are over you? there. Yeah, they don't think it's weird. Yeah. Like, that, you have to clarify No, I that. just smear a little bit of poop on myself. Right, right. right. <laughs> am, am I talking to Klein and Ellie right now? Yes. <laughs> really? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> what does Klein mean in German? Klein means uh, small, little. Thank you. There you go. Little. And what does Allie mean? <laughs> Large, Ali very large. <laughs> so massive. <laughs> Ellie means grand. Hindenburg. <laughs> Hindenburg, Udo. K-Rock, good morning. Good morning. Is this for the... I'm calling from New York City, but I'm from L.A., so... What do you know, Klein? Look at that. <laughs> what do you know? You, uh, you're from L.A., but you live currently in New York City? I am. And you listen to us in New York on a daily basis, or this is just a random... No, 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 it's just randomly. What's the current temperature in New York City? Uh, it's fucking like 27 degrees. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's 50 here, yeah. so we're really hurting as well. Oh, oh, it's so cold. Get it is. You know how it is here. It's going to be mid-60s later today, and I don't think I can go outside. I know. People are bitches. They're pussies. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sounds like a real New Yorker calling now. <laughs> Well, no, I've been here eight and a half years, but, like, I still listen to K-Rock every so often. Good man, dude. Well, it's good to have you. What's up? Uh, well, like, what's the, the question you guys are asking? Because I'm going to throw you a curveball. <laughs> All right. Uh, the question is, what's the name of a guy that used to live in L.A. but now lives in New York and calls people from L.A. pussies? <laughs> no, I, I, love, I love L.A., but the love of my life come, came here to New York, so I had to choose between home and the love of my life, so that's why I laughed. Wow, so what like, a, that's yeah, a, not, let me just I, say, that's I'm, a crazy, I, I mean, listen, my wife's fine and all that, but yeah. I couldn't imagine loving anyone enough. <laughs> to move for them, really? To, to move. Well, no, no, that's what happened. Like, she loves K-Rock, so, like, if anything, no, no, I'm doing this for her. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. Klein, yeah. if your wife decided she wanted to move to New York, you would just say no and divorce her? No, no throw her a goodbye party. Top three for 311. How would you like to go to Vegas and see 311 perform on 311 Day? It's actually an entire weekend. Uh, yesterday we heard about red flags, and boy, there was hard to whittle them down to just three. Today, we're looking for something completely different, so you know what this sound means. It's time to call us, 800-520-1067, if you want to see 311. And if you want to see 311. <laughs> We're looking ching, 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 ching. That's we're right. Thank it. you for that. On top of it, today I am hitting all the right buttons. If you want uh, to join us, we're looking for the top three L.A. things. Whoever puts together the greatest top three list of what would be considered L.A. things, we will pick you and qualify you, and you could be on your way to Vegas. You know, one thing that I thought should be on the top of the list is street vendors. Well, uh, bacon-wrapped hot dogs, I, I put together my top three. I've changed it about 50 times, but bacon-wrapped hot dogs always kept making it on, onto my list. Yeah. No I mean, I don't think you get them. Like, of course, other cities have bacon-wrapped hot dogs and street vendors and stuff, but I don't think anybody does it like L.A. does it. No. And I think that we originated it, and I think that we still do it better. And to be honest, you can still, even if the cart looks like it's being held together by pieces of tinfoil and rubber bands, the hot dog is still sometimes like a nine- Eight or nine mm -hmm. out of ten. Yeah. I would also put concerts in that category. 
Concert venues, I mean... Concert venues, concerts in general. We have more concerts than a lot of other cities and the best concerts because everyone's in town. If you were to just go three, though, because, you know, like I lived in other places and there are definitely things that I would say, you know, and you could go with a list of three bad things if you wanted to. You could talk about traffic. You could talk about things that L.A. is known for. But I think, like, the reality is this. If you have been here... There's all that stereotypical stuff that someone who doesn't live in L.A., you know, know, I heard all the people have Botox and the streets are always jam-packed with cars, and that's all true. But, we don't have Botox, by the way, but if you were to really think about what are the three things that make L.A. so much different than any other place on the planet, Mm -hmm. because there is something about it. There's there's a vibe, there's an energy. The gays. Every We've got gays. Got, every no. city's got gays. Nobody's got LA gays I like don't even LA. Think LA gays are top five gays. <laughs> Allie, if we're gonna rank gays, what? what? Well, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> top three gays. Get you to three eleven. I better be in your top three gays. You're, no, damn you're it. not even near my top three gays. Who's your top three gays? RuPaul. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. You, Hold on, I gotta really think about it. I was ill prepared for my top three gay list. I'll have to, I'll have to work <laughs> oh, on it. Oh come on, tomorrow. I know you have a list. Let me see where people are at now. Once again, our favorite three. We will uh, send you, uh, put you on the qualifying list, so we can send you to three, uh, Vegas C three eleven. Carly, what's up? Carly, hello. Hey, what's hello? up? What are your top three LA hey. things? Um, I love Warner Brothers Studios, as cliche as that sounds. Um, but the people in LA, just the diversity. Oh, yeah, melting pot, that whole thing. People, That's nice. Diversity is overrated. Who's with me? People, people leave their lives from wherever they're from to, and give everything up to move to L.A. Yeah, I will say it's nice that everyone has a story, right? Yeah, that's the part I do like, and I think that that feeds into the energy, both good and bad, is that people were willing to, all of the people, not, not, I know some of you have been here your whole life. Some of you grew up here. Johnny's a lifer. Omar's a lifer. Uh, there's a few others that have been here, but but for the most part, I, the energy I love is exactly what Carly said. It's the people that were grew up somewhere else completely. L.A. was kind of this magical land that existed, and they said, whatever, I've got a month worth of reserves to survive. I'll figure it out, and they moved to L.A. with a dream. That mm-hmm. part I like. Yeah. That dream sometimes turns into a nightmare, and you're waking up every day at 4 in the morning doing this thing. But other than that... that's another great thing about L.A. It's all the failed dreams. That's the failed dreams. Look, I always say this. In in other parts of the world, they have garage sales. In L.A., they have broken dream sales. Yeah. And I love broken dream sales. It is nice. Get some great stuff. Mary, uh, top three for 311. We're talking L.A. things. What do you got? Mary. Well, I like... Yes. Um, Pink. I love going to Pink. My kids love it. Pink's hot dogs. Um, Great, great choice. Yeah. Yes, the observatory, because most of it is free. When you're a single mom, that's a great place to go and take the kids. El Chipo approved. (laughs) And Los Callejones. I could get lashes for days there and all kinds of stuff. Actually, I even bought my wedding dress there. Let me say, too, by the way, these are, everyone's got their three that are most significant to them. But I don't know, until we come up with what we consider to be the master three list. I mean, Pink's is definitely iconic. You know, we love Pink's because you can get the ham dogger there. Home of the ham dogger created by this very radio show. Uh, Chris, welcome to K-Rock. Top three for 311. What do you got? Hi there. Um, I like Santa Monica Pier, um, Rose Bowl, and Universal Studios. It's a tough. That's I, I feel a, that's like a, those are such touristy picks. Yeah, but every once in a while something does. What's a touristy thing that you did that you're like that actually lived up to it? Like you know, because in in general you want to hate something that you know was designed for tourists. But then every once in a while you're like, this, like I told you when I did the In and Out uh, by LAX, I know that's kind of a touristy thing. But I've been here. But since I don't even consider that. That's like offbeat tourist stuff. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like most of the people felt like I felt most of the people there were definitely from another place or heading to another place. I've it never done it, but I think doing one of those like Hollywood murder tours, that's what I think would be the coolest, like actually cool tourist thing. Well, but is that in LA? I guess LA has LA has been home to a lot of serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of an L.A. thing. Isn't that cool? I mean, I think if you're going to go ahead and lock Black down Dahlia, baby. Our, top, our top three list, <laughs> if you're going to put bacon-wrapped hot dogs and serial killers, you already got two great spots yeah, on the I list. Yeah, I agree. All right, top three. Think about it. Give us a call or text, 800-520-1067. Every day this week, we are qualifying people to go to Vegas, put you up, give you a couple of nights hotel stay at the MGM Park, and you'll get to go to 311 Weekend. We'll do it next. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. It's hard to whittle down an entire place to just three things, but it's top three for 311. Top three is not easy because you have to think of the thousands of things that happen that we see every single day, some good, some bad, and figure out what are the top three. I guess in this case, someone did point out on the text line, these should be three good things if we're calling it top three. Well, 562 said uh, weed, weather, and on the text line, a lot of people said the teams, the sports teams. Oh, yeah. What about how there's a liquor store like on every corner that's dope? Jake loves the liquor stores. What about all the stores that have the frontage uh, counter? I mean, there are a lot. Of Those stores. are hard to find, by the way. There are a lot of cities that have liquor stores, but there is something <laughs> no, about... No, man. Yeah, you're... In L.A., everywhere I've lived, I've been on the walk to a liquor store. It, it is true. <laughs> yes. That says more about you. that's just you. you. Yeah. It's more about you than L.A., but okay. yes, that is true. There is an abundance of liquor stores. Anthony, top three for 311. We're waiting for that list, so we go, yep, that sums it up. What do you got? Anthony. Hello. Hello, Anthony. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Sweet Davis, what do you got for us? Hey, well, I, I guess I'm not really uh, talking about places in particular, but three things that define L.A. most definitely are car chases. That's a great smog, one. And <laughs> how people get crazy about uh, weather-related, uh, you know, how they start buying yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, about like when it rains, yeah. everyone freaks out. It is interesting because you think about three things that really only applies here more than anywhere else, and he's, he's spot on. The car, car chases car is, car is a great one. Very L.A., very that's definitely a top cool thing. And people freaking out when there's like a drizzle coming. <laughs> I've, I've lived in lots of places. They, not, they wouldn't even mention it on the news. Here, they shut things down and load up on your sandbags. We're expecting a half an inch. Yeah, having helicopters and ambulances on your street and it's not even going to make the news. That's L.A. That's, uh, that's, very, that's a very, that could be the top list so far. I'm just saying, if we got to give away a spot. Roy, quickly, we got to wrap this up. All right, so we have, hi, Klein, Ellie, good morning. Good morning. We have uh, Dodger Stadium, Staples Center because of the Lakers, and K-Rock. I mean, what? Oh, oh, K-Rock. How did that not make the list? Nice. Well, he's trying to kiss our ass. It's a smart move right there. You're absolutely right. We have the actual answer here, and it is K-Rock. 32312 say that for top L.A. things, the beach, uh, just the beaches in general, and that almost every woman is in yoga pants. Yoga pants, very L.A. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that happens in other places as well, but it's less enjoyable in other places than it is here, for sure. <laughs> and the uh, crop tops, too. Uh, yeah, listen, we, we got a bunch of these. We got to take a break, though. We'll go through some of these off the air. We'll pick our favorite. We will qualify somebody to join us. Uh, or actually, we don't get to go. You get to go and tell us all about it. We'll live vicariously through you when you go to Vegas for 311. Back after this quick break. More K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. We'll get to your news in a second. And then a new hour begins. And I can tell you on good authority, Chili Peppers is coming up. So be ready to call and be ready to score yourself some tickets to the March 2 redo. Probably not supposed to give you that information. But oh well, it's out of the bag now. So be ready. Uh, that is happening at some point between 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock right here on K-Rock. And now your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD and I'm glad no one knows about my herpes. Oops. 
So I know we've been down this road before, but Macy's is not doing well. And The we, Red Store? Yeah, the Red Store is declining rapidly. And we've all experienced various stages of failure on this show. Macy's has now entered the closing locations phase of their retail failure. They are closing 150 locations over the next three years. And as someone who got a gift card to Macy's for Christmas, I can tell you that they deserve to close down. And they have made it impossible to shop there literally you walk in and there's three set of sweaters all in weird sizes there's like one shoe and you're like can i try these on and they're like no we don't have any sizes you have to order it online and then it'll take forever to arrive and then the, they have all these weird like rules on how to get the sale and the sale's not really a sale and everybody who works there doesn't have a clue what's going on i mean it is a horrible operation well let me say a couple things first of all i think they do sponsor on the radio station they do. Well, they did until that little rant. No. But um, I don't think they have advertising money anymore. <laughs> oh, they. I think, I think they, they have peanuts money. But I will say the following, and Omar, you're not going to like this. Hmm. They should pull out of that dumb parade because that is not cheap. How dare you, sir? That's a, st- a United States staple. I agree that the Thanksgiving Day parade could continue in some other way. They do what uh, Apple did to the halftime show, the Super Bowl. Uh, they decided, well, just, it's now the Apple halftime show. They got It'll money. be the Timu Thanksgiving Day the Parade. The Timu Thanksgiving Day Parade where all the floats fall apart a block yeah. in. At this point, you're going to take Timu. away the only thing they have, though. <laughs> I, yeah, but dude, I mean? I, I'm sure when they look at it... you think they're dumping that much money on that parade? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah, the they title must be. sponsor of that parade? I'm it, sure that's millions of dollars every year. M- million? It could be billions. I mean, Look at the helium alone. How much do you think those big balloons cost? Man? A lot. A lot, dude. Uh, uh, dude I bought yeah, a I could re- get one. I could get one downtown for like five bucks. And You're let me false. tell you, Omar. Every time I went into a Macy's, there was no one else there. There's that nobody in those stores. Yeah, there there. They're Omar, not making no. any money. Let me tell you something. I don't know how much those balloons at the parade cost, but I have bought like regular balloons at Party City, and even those are crazy expensive. You go to Party City, buy a few helium balloons, you could be in for thirty-five bucks. So yeah, multiply that. Just inflation alone, just to inflate those things. The inflation right. on inflation <laughs> is out of control. It is. The uh, parade costs thirteen million. Thank you, Jake. There you go. Yeah, but they have sponsors. You know, I mean, they're the main sponsor. They're but then the they, sponsor. They get all, all the other people. You know what I mean? Whatever. You got to pay to put that dumb smile on Al Roker for four hours. That's not cheap. Yeah, that's true <laughs> for sure. All right, Klein. As you well know, everyone loves a pop up. Ever since that ice cream museum, it's been pop up after pop up, and yeah, summer. He's a pop up guy. He's a pop up guy. He loves them. Any pop-up that's around, he'll I don't go. like this narrative you guys are saying because I get tagged in a lot of pop-ups now. Well, and you went to the Barbie one. You went to the Stranger Things one. And there's probably other that's ones it. that you're too embarrassed I've to tell us about. I've been to two pop-ups ever. And then no. you guys bring it up and call me the there's pop-up other, king. Other stuff, I'm not the, I didn't go to the Saved by the Bell pop-up. I didn't go to the Golden Girls one like no, Allie you, did. I, I, you she, wanted to go to the Saved by the Bell one. You're right. Couldn't find it. But I wanted <laughs> to go. And the other day, you were telling me about some other one. There was, was a like, Green what? Day pop-up. Or no, Beastie there Boys. There was a Beastie Boys pop-up. That was not a pop-up. That was like a Beastie Boys pop-up. That was Listen, like a temporary pop-up guy. Dude. All right, whatever. I'm not the pop-up guy. <laughs> anyway, okay, pop-up guy. There is a there's a pop-up that's being called the Fire Festival of pop-ups, and this was a Willy Wonka chocolate experience. I'm this in. was this was not local actually. <laughs> this was in the UK. Oh. And here's what they said you could do: walk through a replica factory with a real chocolate fountain. They would have Oompa Loompas. It was going to be a thirty-five dollar ticket. And when people showed up, it was in a scary warehouse. The chocolate factory was just a bunch of black and white curtains that were held together with metal clamps. 
Then there were bare wooden tables and chairs that had like a weird smattering of half full cups of limeade on them. Mm. There were exposed wires everywhere. And then there was just one poor woman with a dollar store Oompa Loompa wig standing behind a, like a crappy chemistry table handing kids test tubes of mystery liquid. I saw some pictures yeah. of this. It's too. real funny. She looks so yeah. mad. Well, the actors were pissed because they said they all got the script like the night before. Yeah. And then when they were like, I don't have time to memorize this, they were like, just improv it. Right. It's and then they right. said they've issued 850 refunds already and apologized It's for funny them. if you look at the side-by-side -side of what people thought they were getting because there were pictures that they had like used AI to generate. And then versus right. what the reality of it was is real funny. And there was like an inflatable rainbow that you can yeah, find at like Party yeah. City. That may, have been, that may have been done by Yeah, Timu. they did have a jump house in a corner with exposed cables. Let's kick yeah. off a brand new hour of the show right now. Make this the greatest hour of your life starting now. This is the world famous K-Rock. All right, sometime between now and 9 a.m. this morning, let's go ahead and make you a big fat winner and send you to the forum with us on Saturday. It's the March 2 redo. Didn't realize when we put together that acoustic Christmas show that John Fashanti would be breaking his hand right before they were supposed to play. So they did what any band would do. They said, uh, sorry, I can't make it. John's got a broken hand. But Anthony will sing you an original song, and we promise we'll get back together again in the new year. Now, who knows? Big rock bands like the Chili Peppers, they could just ghost us after that, but that is not the case. And we will be getting together at the Forum on Saturday. We'd love to get you in listen for Chili Peppers music. It will be coming up, and when you hear it, call us so we get you in. Also this hour, Petty Claims Court is back. A relationship hangs in the balance. Will they stay together or break up forever? This may be the pettiest of the Petty Claims Courts of all times. And we kick off the hour because someone on the show needed medical advice and uh, turned to the rest of us. We all gave this person advice on how to survive or at least deal with the issue they were dealing with. Apparently, according to this person, and I'll give it away, Ali, it's Jake. Oh, I know. He says we all gave him terrible advice. And he now has evidence that he carries with him in a little baggie to show that what we said was wrong and that once again... Jake and professional medical doctors were correct. Are you shocked that we give bad medical advice? I'm like, not shocked. Why would anyone even ask us in the first place? Listen. That's your that's your bad. If when you hear once, the fully when you once hear, shame on right, something. Right. Yeah, that's right. When you hear the details <laughs> of this dumb story, you will all every single person will agree with what we told Jake to do. Because if you had a coworker that came up to you and said, I'm dealing with X, Y, or Z, you would say, Yeah, all right, well, it'll probably just go away on its own. And it turns out it could have killed him. But regardless, oh well, we'll get to the details after some Weezer. And if you need us, we're here for the interaction. The number, 800-520-1067. Remember those numbers, you'll need them this hour. We are Klein Alley Show, and this is the world-famous K-Rock. Get to uh, Jake's medical emergency in just a moment. Decide if you would have done the same thing and someone come to you for medical advice. I mean, none of us are doctors. I mean, people ask unqualified people every single day for what would you do, what should I do, and why are you asking us? We're not doctors. I've never barely passed biology to be completely honest don't even think I did so I'm the last person that anyone should ask for medical advice yet between my wife I Jake, don't even know if you could answer what is biology I think it's colors <laughs> colors are involved somehow but I don't know I mean it's really Ooh, it's mind boggling huh yeah I should just but, but then if you don't give people your opinion then they think you don't care about them and in Jake's case that's we true we yeah. don't but he he came in here uh, two weeks ago Maybe longer. And he showed me his finger, which, you know, is Allie's biggest turn on. And he said, what do you think I should do about this? And I said, it's not about size, Jake. Yeah. Allie said, it's about, go, Allie said, counterclockwise, <laughs> then clockwise, then counterclockwise. Now, Jake said, 
Um, I don't know if you guys notice it, but it's incredibly swollen. I assumed, you know, Jake's a dirty guy. So I, I am not that dirty. <laughs> Your Jake, voice sounds dirty. Jake, you, 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 are, you have a couple of issues. Every one of your pits and slits has a problem. You have irritable bowels. You have okay. a sweating problem. You have a sweating problem where you have to wear paper towels okay, under your arms. One more thing. You wear the same thing every day. That's not true. Okay. You wear the same shorts every day. That's not true. <laughs> Whatever. You, you, you don't wash the stuff what after about you the wear. Dirty dog that you probably don't give yeah. bath to it, all yeah. the time. You wear that dog. She cleans herself. You wear the dog every day. That dog has fleas for the record. I don't know if That's you knew this. Yeah, it does. Yes. Yeah, she scratches herself Constantly. every every moment. Constantly. That's not true. So yes, it you, is. you're wearing an animal. You are wearing an animal every day, and most of your possessions are roadkill, as we've learned. So I mean, I don't, do you need more examples, or can we just move? Those are in glass cases. Fine. Anyway, the guy's dirty. So he comes in, his fingers all swollen up. I assume, Allie, that it's, uh, you know. Cut himself on a dead animal. Yeah, or like just general dirtiness. Like, you know, you're dirty, you're going to get infected more easy than someone who's clean. And then Jake claims that, what happened, you got uh, stabbed or something? Uh, Yeah, we had a massive cactus fall down in the front yard. And so I was chopping it up and putting it into, like, the yard recycling. And it slipped off the um, hatchet I had it on. And I got stuck. I get stuck way, way deep in my finger. I couldn't get it out with tweezers. So See, it, just, it got stuck in there and stayed there so for Jake weeks. So Jake starts the story, Ali, about how he's getting his axe out of the garage. And I go, this is going to be a cool injury story. The guy's chopping up something. And then I realize he accidentally poked his finger on the cactus spike. And he's like, what should I do? Should I go see a doctor? And I said to him, no. You had your mind? Yeah. You see a doctor. You have a, ca- a cactus poked you. you. Get on with your life. Well, and I think in a lot of ways, it just kind of fixes itself, doesn't it? Uh, that's what I thought. I think your finger just like pushes it out. That's what we all said to Jake. My similar, finger's lazy. We all said to Jake similar things about just let it be. Uh, it's, not, it's not the end of the world. You're not the first person. I don't think a lot of people die because of cactus. Yes, I don't think but, it happens. but he did continue to ask, and it kept looking worse. It so did I get think worse. eventually I said, I think you should see <laughs> Yeah, after about the second week of this, I think Allie was just annoyed that you were coming in here every day for the yes. update. So she said, just go see a doctor. We're not professionals. And and I don't want to be responsible for Jake losing a finger. That'd be awesome. It'd be so great. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird that Jake has all of his fingers. It, I'm sometimes. shocked. Isn't it? Does he, he looks like every guy you'd see working a firework stand that yes. has like four nubs. Yeah, and and has a story. Oh, that's a good yeah. nickname, nubs. Yeah, you do have all of the vibes of a carny slash firework salesman. You do. You really do. And I mean that... At the utmost compliment. <laughs> With all due respect. I mean, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so finally. Oh, Jake the Nub? Finally. Jake, Wouldn't that be so great? Jake goes into, uh, what did you go to, a minute clinic or something? Yeah, something like that. Well, at first, the worst advice I got out of anyone was my cousin who said, Lit and Visibeth, cut my finger open even more and dig around and try to find it. Cool. So you got a bunch of different advice. How many people did you, it felt like he was asking everyone and I don't I think part of him was like he thought he was bragging that he... Well, no, part of me thought, like, you know, I'm getting to the age now where something like this happens and you wonder, like, is this how I go out? Is this... I, I don't treat it and this no, is how I die? No one thought this. I think this... Why would anyone assume a rare uh, a cactus spike? No, happens that, all the time. that happens. No, it doesn't Yeah, happen. yeah. It does not happen. That would be how Jake go, goes out. It, Some it, random thing like that. So you finally go to a professional doctor. Uh-huh. And, they, and what do they tell you? They say they didn't see anything in there, but they cut it open and drained out like a bunch of pus, oh. and gave oh. me and gave me like uh, antibiotics and like like a special like ointment, and say here use this, and then I use that for another week, and then finally after another week, 
it finally came out after I kept pushing and like squeezing on it and stuff. I got oh. a, a needle the size of like, almost an inch came out of my finger. Okay. It was crazy. Now let me let, let me just say something right now. Jake is walking around with this thing in a bag and showing it to people. Like and some it, kind of trophy. Like, like yeah, it like, is. like he had a bullet cut out of him after uh, saving someone's life or something. And he's holding this thing up in a <laughs> stupid little. And zip. he sent us multiple pictures yeah, of it. So as well. many. And, and he's not proud we, of it because we didn't respond enough to the picture. He brought it in physically. Jake, you just it's said, my baby boy. You just said this little cactus spike you're carrying around in a bag with you is less than an inch. Do you realize how unimpressive this is? In in not only just to hear about it, but even visually, you hold it up. It looks like. Do you know how disappointing this journey has been yeah, for us? So, no. If you had that stuck in your finger for over two weeks, that's a big deal. Jake, once again, it's a... All right. I, once again, it's he, an inconvenience. Yeah, it's a minor inconvenience. The story was much more of an inconvenience for us than the actual... This is my Vietnam. Okay, great. So there he is, just Jake the I'm sure hero. Sure, anyone right who is in the military <laughs> yeah, is all. offended. Thank you all for your service. Just said. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your service, Jake. Thank you for your service, Cactus. Thank you. Yeah, really, it's <laughs> unbelievable. So now, what's this? Is it done? Is there follow up to this, or it's yeah, over? Yeah, I'm gonna frame it and put it up in the nerd hole. All right. Oh my God, you're gonna waste money on a frame. I'm gonna get it bronze, guys. Oh. Really I want to stab be. you in the eye with that stupid cactus needle. <laughs> hey, Johnny, make it your mission at some point to take this cactus needle he carries around with him. I mean, he's literally carrying this thing around in his pocket in his Ziploc bag, and he's yeah. showing it to everyone. He's he so proud of it. He wasted a Ziploc bag on it. Yeah, the whole thing is a waste. I want to put this cactus needle faced up where he sits down in his chair to do the podcast later, and it gets stuck in his ass, and, and he then he's got to deal with it all over again. <laughs> I mean, it's like That's the, how I die. That'll, That'll be, be the way you die. <laughs> worth it. Oh, man, there's a couple on the phone right now. Their relationship is either going to end forever or potentially they figure out who's right, who's wrong. Scorekeeping is the most important part of any good relationship. Any healthy relationship is based on scorekeeping, who's right, who's wrong, and who owes who. Percentage of responsibilities, it's always important. You're constantly updating those, Allie, right? You always want to say, nope, I did. No, that's not what it's about. 80% of the stuff today, so I deserve sex. No. <laughs> Pretty sure. It's, marriage is not transactional, and neither are Very romantic true. relationships. They you are be. brainwashed. Yeah, you're brainwashed, Allie. That's no, <laughs> obviously, you guys are the ones with the relationship problems, uh, not me. We're going to get to this couple in a second, but for, there's a lot of people on the phone that want to just comment on the Jake stuff, and I, I don't want it to let it completely end because uh, Jake is once again convinced that he's right and we're all idiots. Hey, Flama. Flama? That can't be right. Is your name Flama? Hi, no, my no, call me Slama. S like Sam, L like Love, A M M A, Slama. Klein's yeah, great with spelling, like so this is really helping. I think, I, once again, I heard everything she said. I'm right back to Flama again. I, I don't know what happened. All right, go ahead, Flama. Flama, whatever you want. Well, you're on K-Rock. Hi. Okay, so you guys are very, very wrong. I called to defend Jake. Thank you. Cactus thorns, very, very infectious. And he could have got very, very sick oh. with that. He's very lucky that he went and they gave him antibiotics because if he had left it alone, he would have gotten a staph infection. Right, and but Jake is very infectious too, so they cancel each other out. Yeah, yeah. the cactus is lucky he got taken out of Jake. I know, the cactus is like, oh, I have a Jake in me. <laughs> No, that was a very bad thing that happened to him. It doesn't seem like it because people think, oh, it's a cactus thorn. But that was almost an inch. That, that's a big thorn. I mean, I'm, I'm We can send it to you if you yeah. want. Yeah, you want you want this spike? We'll send it to caller 20 right now. <laughs> I don't want this spike. 
like he's gonna frame it and keep it as a trophy, and that's fine. Thank you for calling, Flama. Flama, <laughs> love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Let's get to our petty claims court right now. We've got people ready on the phone. Jake, there you go. There's, I, I could take a lot of calls. People defending I told you, you man. But, nah. but we have to get to a couple because if we don't solve this problem now, we never. They, they may never figure it out. Here we go. Let's do it. In the legal system, cases are tried from Supreme Courts to small claims court. But what about stuff that's too small for small claims court? This is petty claims court. We're gonna meet Anna and Scott. I'm not sure which one of them brought the other person to Petty Claims Court, so let's figure this out. Anna, you're the girlfriend? Yes, I am. Are you the... Uh, did Ooh, you, you sound so irritated. Did you submit the claim, or did he submit the claim? Scott submitted the claim. Oh. Do you know what this is about? Yes, his quad slash banshee he has in the backyard. Oh, boy. Let me guess. You love it there, and you want it to stay there forever. <laughs> you want more banshees no, and quads in the backyard? I want to sell it. <laughs> All right, I want him to sell it. Let me get Scott on. That's interesting. I can hear it in her voice how many times they've had this conversation. At least 50. Scott? We've had it at least every day yeah. within the last three weeks. Uh, you, you reached out to us because there's something going on. It's petty in the scheme of things, but you'd like us to figure out who's right, who's wrong, and uh, that's okay. We'll open this up to a jury of your peers on the text line in a moment. But go ahead, Scott. Why did you reach out to Petty Claims Court here this morning? Um, so I'm here to prove myself that I'm right. Um, so... I have a banshee, like Anna mentioned, and she, she wants me to get rid of it. Um, had it for two years now, and as of recently, she's been telling me to sell it almost every day. And so, just for anyone who doesn't know, a banshee is like a 4x4 four four ATV uh, type no, thing? It's, it's a two-stroke yeah, two ATV. Right, okay. So and you're yeah. going like off-roading and stuff in this thing? Yes. And is there an issue with it that it's, quote, not safe because, you know, you always see these stories about people whose ATVs flip over and they break their skull or whatever, or is it more about the fact that she doesn't like the fact that, you that know, it's the, an eyesore. it's an eyesore sitting in your yard? Well, she, for her, is more of an eyesore, and we just recently had a baby. Well, last year we just had a baby, um, and we're actually, look, well, actually in the process of buying a house, so she's saying that we need the money, so she needs to, me to get rid of my quad to pay for Renovations yeah. and to help out the family. Women love using this guilt thing <laughs> as a way to get, make us get rid of the stuff we actually enjoy that brings us joy. Then you don't care about your right. family. Right, you're putting your ATV above your brand new daughter. Yeah, but you know what? It also depends on how much it's being used. And if it's not being used often enough, then it is just sitting in the backyard collecting dust. So, Scott, how much do you actually use this thing? Uh, since I've had it, I've used it twice, and I was gonna <laughs> use it. I was gonna use it one more time. <laughs> February. I was gonna use it one more time. We're, we're trying, uh, Scott. We're trying to help uh, you, man. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna use it, but um, I wasn't. Uh, I, I wasn't allowed to go this time. How long's your commute? Because can you use it for that? No, it's it's not it's not a uh, street legal in California. Mm, yeah, that'd be so cool though. Uh, when you say you weren't allowed to use it, let me get this right. You had a whole plan to go out, and what happened? She said, "No, you're not going." Yeah, mm-hmm. and then told me I should sell it because I don't use it no more. Right. So I that's a this is a very what what he's experiencing now. This is the same stuff I deal with with my. I have a set of golf clubs. I never use them. I never have time to play golf. My wife says, get rid of them. They're just taking up space. I said, but oh, I want yeah, to golf. Yeah, and then, and then she different. goes, well, you should golf more. So then I go, great. On Saturday, I'm golfing. Oh, you can't. 
Yeah. What do you mean I can't? Oh, uh, the kids have birthday parties and this and that. I go, golf clubs, though, you collect over time, right? I mean, you get like new ones and you got a good I, set that you're. I mean, even if you same, never go, that's this guy's in but the this same situation. Though. It's big, but, Ali. But I, how long did you want this thing before you bought it? I bet you you dreamed about this thing for twenty years. You finally got it, right? Uh, it, it was about like only like a. Like year before that. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Uh, it's, it's, but but I I've actually been in a similar conversation with my wife because I got my motorcycle license. I've always wanted to have a motorcycle. I wanted to be one of those lesbians. And at one point, oh, Katie God. told me, "You I you cannot have a motorcycle." She's there's a lot of things she'll never tell me I can and can't do. But she was like, for, without a doubt, because you're accident prone, you will die. And I can't. I want to be Allie's that guy. Allie's coming in the studio. Watch out, everyone. I want to do the dyke march. Here's Allie. I want to wear a leather vest. I still have a helmet, Pine. I've got it in the garage. I remember I've got gave, a motorcycle jacket. You gave yourself that helmet haircut. Shut up. All right, well, But listen. she won't let me have one, and, that, and I would assume that danger is a part of this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He already experienced something similar. He said his foot almost got stuck on one of like the pedals or something. <laughs> Jake would have carried that in a bag and showed it to everyone. Yeah, and I, I imagine that having a kid now ups the ante for that risk, right? You don't want your husband putting himself at risk because now you have a little one. Absolutely. Yeah. What if you got a good life insurance policy, though? Then you're okay with him doing oh. it more? I mean, I mean, he's losing a leg, not his life. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, you've listened. You've fired up a lot of people on the phones right now. So uh, we'll get we'll immediately turn this into a jury of your peers. Once again, the first 100 texts will determine who's right, who's wrong. In this case, a petty claims court. It's the case of Scott versus girlfriend Anna. She has said that she wants him to get rid of his ATV, not not just not use it, but sell it, so he no longer has it. And then he has to take the money and instead of spending it on something else fun for himself, he has to put it towards renovations for a new home, which is a valuable long-term investment, I guess, but it's not nearly as cool as having an ATV. Uh, Chris, go ahead. You're upset. What's going on? All right, man. So, basically, I have three kids. I've been married for 13 years. I've had three motorcycles as well. Every time I get rid of one of my motorcycles, my wife lets up and says, you know what? The kids are old enough. Go ahead and get it again. So, it's just going to be a waste of money because it's going to happen. Also, uh, as a motorcycle enthusiast, that's what I call myself. I have, you know, years of riding. Um, Same. ATVs are 80% safer than motorcycles. So I don't know what she's talking about. He's right. She's just going to let him get another ATV. It's going to cost him more money. All right, all right, yeah, right, I mean, right. on the text line, that is a point that's been made. You know, he's probably going to want to buy a new one eventually anyway. So mm. he'll sell this one. And then uh, in the long run, you'll just be spending more because he'll get another one. Uh, how old is your kid now, Anna? One years old? He's about to be one this weekend. He's about weekend. to be one. Uh, and, and what age do you think is safe for him to go on the ATV? Two or? I mean, the ATV he has probably like six or mm, seven. Mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, listen, the uh, jury will decide. You each get 10 seconds of closing arguments. Scott, you uh, brought your girlfriend to this trial. So go ahead and uh, we'll give you the first 10 seconds to plead your case to the general public. They will then vote who's right, who's wrong. It's Scott versus Anna and Petty Claims Court. Scott, go ahead. All right. So she told me before we had the baby, she said, go ahead and buy a baby. You could buy the ATV. Go ahead and get it. So I got it. And now she wants me to sell it. It's not right. I don't agree. I want my ATV now. All right, 10 seconds well used. I didn't realize she encouraged you to buy it. That's interesting. Things do change, though, once kids enter the picture. And uh, go ahead, Anna. You get 10 seconds. You sound angry, so let it all out. Scott, every time, anything, like anything you say, you don't follow through with things. You've only gone twice to ride to ride your ATV. And just anything you decide to do, you just don't follow through. Whoa. So sell it.
This is a meaty one. All right. 10 seconds uh, now officially over. We will open up the text line at 800-520-1067. You guys understand that there will be a ruling. The ruling is final, and you will both live by the ruling, correct? Yeah, correct. All right, we'll get to that after this quick No Doubt song on K-Rock, another relationship that could be ending, could be getting better. We'll do it next. K-Rock. All right, let's wrap up this court case. Thank you for being a part of the jury. That is what we consider unofficial jury duty. But if you do get summoned to jury duty, you could say it's okay. I just did I've it on just did it on K Rock like last week for this guy who's in a fight with his yeah. girlfriend about no ATV. No bench warrant needed. Uh, we're talking to Scott and Anna right now. He came to us, said that she's now telling him he's got to get rid of his banshee. It's been in the backyard. Yeah, uh, they have a kid and the whole thing. Even though she did tell him a year earlier, go buy the banshee. You deserve it, honey. So eight one eight and several others had the same question. I think it's worth asking before I read some of these. Um, I would like to know how much the ATV was when it was purchased, just to influence my vote. Scott, how much was it, and how much did you tell uh, Anna it was? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, five thousand dollars, and it was. $5,000. Okay. 5100 actually, yeah. Okay. And you told her that as well? Yes. Okay. She knows. Someone said just go on prices Right. They give these things away like every other day. You could win another one. It's, <laughs> that good, is, it's always jet skis and yeah, quads. Yeah, it's always huh? like quads. And the girl's like on it, like, yeah. I'm going to ride right. this. That's funny. Uh, hold on quickly before we get to the text uh, and read the uh, verdict. Franny, you're on K-Rock. What do you got? Hi, yeah. I just have a quick question. Is, like, Scott accident prone? Because why would you keep something... That like if you know an accident might happen. Say for example, like if there were he was in a neighborhood, I don't know, where they were shooting guns, would he get in the way of a bullet? All right, are you an accident prone guy in general, Scott? Like is she concerned about your health or is it more? Yes. Yes, he is. So yeah, same um, with me. I I would say no, but the biggest injury I had was walking down a hill. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, I think that she may be onto something. Matt, quickly we we'll give you the final word, then we'll read the uh, ruling. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Uh, let him keep it. I got a motorcycle a year ago uh, when my kid was three, and he loves it. Absolutely obsessed with it. I take him around the block all the time. Uh, I can't get him off of it. Let him keep it. All right, there you go. That's a man who says, let your kid ride the motorcycle at the age of three. Good mm, advice. Well, 323 said Scott needs to sell it. He's not using it enough. 714, the wife is innocent. 949, the quads are lame. Sell the quad. Be a real man and ride on two wheels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's um, not judge. Meanwhile, not judge his man nine five one said it's not okay to sell a banshee. They're rare now and going up in value. Oh. Six, uh, five six two one word. Scott Yolo. Eight one eight. You know, uh, Anna used ten seconds to talk smack about her guy instead of pleading her case. I was on her side, but now I am voting for him. Keep the ATV. Here we go. Hundred votes. We said the first hundred will determine who wins this edition of Petty Claims Court. We've got the gavel ready to go, or the gabble, as Johnny calls it. Uh, the gavel is out and ready to smash the table. Allie, give it to us. All right. I This was a tough one. There were a lot of votes for both of you, but by a slight margin, Scott, you get to keep the ATV. Wow. But I wonder if you're interested you. in the following. 818 suggested Scott keeps the ATV only if he uses it a certain amount of times per year. And if he goes below that, then he's at risk of selling it. Oh, I'm actually open to that. Is that... Amicable to you as well? Yeah, you know, he has to take the family, not just during boys' day out. Yeah, because the other suggestion was... He has was, to run all of us remember, over. Uh, remember that commercial, that annoying commercial where the woman said, my she shed, they burnt down my she shed. Yes. That he could fem this thing out for her to use as well and call it uh, an AT she. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they love that idea. Now, Banshee just went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us in Petty Claims Court. Ruling is final, and uh, this is what you must live with now. Do you understand us? Scott, do you want to yeah, sell the you. Banshee now after that joke? No, no, it's an investment. I'm doing it for my kids. Okay. Oh, that's smart. That's good. Man, I wish my dad had cool stuff like that. Uh, you know. My dad has a motorcycle, and he won't give it to me. Yeah, well, eventually it'll be yours, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Allie, right? Wink, you know wink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Maybe he'll have a slip and fall, if you know yeah. what I mean. Whoopsies a hill, Dad. I'll be taking that bike. Uh, this is K-Rock. Huh, interesting song choice. That sounded a lot like the Chili Peppers, which is why I assume every single phone line is lit up right now, and we head to uh, Caller 20, which puts us on a man and or woman by the name of Chewy. Maybe. Nah. Is your name Chewy? It is. I feel like it doesn't matter. They would say, did, yes, I am. Yeah. Did che I win? Chewy, you're called, did you're called 20, dude. Am I going to see the Chili Peppers? You're going to see the Chili Peppers on Saturday at the no, Forum. No, no, no. Let's go! I never win anything, Clyde. I appreciate it. This is a show for people that never usually win anything. That's why I listen to you guys. I appreciate it. We are a That's consolation I show. I appreciate it very much. You're, uh, if you're used to that caller 19 mentality, this is the show for you. And in this particular case, Chewy, we cannot wait to see you, meet you, and hang out on Saturday for the March 2 redo with the Chili Peppers. You're in, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Quick break. Back in a moment. Remember, if you, of course, you're welcome. Thank you. That's our friends from the Olive Garden right there. Uh, Monoskin, begging. Let's get to your ADD news. we got more to give you before we get out of here. How would you like to go to Netflix as a joke and see Tom Segura at the forum? We'll make that happen for you coming up. Uh, Ali's got some news right now, and then we'll get into a brand new hour of the show. Could be, could be the greatest hour ever. Probably not, but could be. Let's get to it right now. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Is that barbecue sauce? No, no, it is not. When you go to a concert, you expect to see some good music. You appreciate being in the moment at a live show. Hopefully, you're seeing your favorite artists singing live. But you do run the risk of being surrounded by highly irritating people. And one person recently was next to, without a doubt, the worst person at any concert, the person who loudly sings along with the music and drowns out the artist. And this happened at Taylor Swift, obviously very expensive ticket. And this person posted a video. This is what they had to listen to for three and a half hours. Oh, my God. That's a shrieking. Oh, man. Dude, whoever that is needs to uh, sign up for a death metal band. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that totally. I mean, they're cutting through a crowd of what I would imagine is fifty thousand people. That shriek is painful, piercing, piercing, and you can't even hear Taylor Swift singing. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> it's like uh, the million-dollar speakers, you know, of all the things that make it sound really good in that stadium. It's a stadium tour, and you're still being drowned out by this one twelve-year-old. I don't know. I mean, it's a long concert too. Like I said, it's three and a half hours of that. You got to assume yeah. at some point she's going to just pass out right i mean that's it can't be easy to shriek for three hours but i think people Dude, when they get they get caught pay, up in the moment you know yeah whenever i pay uh play like you know school dances and i pay you know play some t-swizzle 
It, they go insane. It's bananas. Yeah, man. they I've do. I've never seen anything like it. It's like a weird switch that just goes off in their brains where they just completely lose all sanity. But it's it doesn't nuts. matter. But 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 it, look, it could be any concert, right? Because any concert will have people there that like to sing along. I get it. No, I'm no, not, no, not to this extent, dude. No, 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 no. You clearly have not seen it. I haven't, but I, and I agree. This is next level because I think it's people. Next like, level. You yeah, could even crazy. say to her afterwards, you sang the whole time. She's like, did I? Did I? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, that could just be the voice, but the reality is, that's terrible. That will ruin your experience because once you start hearing that, it's like being in a movie theater. If you're next to a a bad laugher or a snorter or something, that's all you're thinking about the whole movie. It takes I you know, completely it out. It takes of it. you completely out of it, and you spent a lot of money on a ticket. All right, huh. does the SOS feature really work in your car? If you have a newer car, it's likely that you have that little SOS button by the rearview mirror, and it says, "Oh," and they're like, "Oh, it's so cool," and it gives you this automatic roadside assistance. They really build up that whole SOS feature, right? I'm going to tell you something. Pushing that button is exhilarating. <laughs> Because you have to, it, the way it was. You push it? I'm always scared to. You yeah. pushed yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, I pushed it. It's Wesley fun. pushed it what one happens? time when he was in it's, our car, and I was like, no! Oh, it's, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's so fun. You, first of all, you got to push the little thing that then usually will, like, a cap will pop down, and then the bright what? red button. Yeah, because I if I push the first thing, it, like, pops open, and then it's like, it's, it's almost, like, are you sure? Yeah, you re- and it's blinking Whoa. red, and you're like, oh, man, I want to push it. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen. Ejection. You don't know. I push it. And then, and then it's like this really lame, like, motorized voice. It's like, hold it, connecting you to roadside. Okay, so, it so, sucks. So this happened to a UFC guy, uh, Brendan Schaub. I don't know who he is. But he was off-roading in his truck, and he flipped the truck, and the SOS feature started working. But it completely failed, and this is what happened. So this is the rollover followed by the SOS. Starting the emergency call to the SOS service provided by the manufacturer. To cancel, press the SOS or cancel button. Starting SOS call. So it's starting the call. He's shuffling around. Now he's trying to get out of the car and get to safety. He's gotten out of the car. Still has not made the call? Still not making the call. Uh-huh. Still not making the call. He's swearing some more. SOS call not successful. <laughs> SOS system will continue to retry. That sucks. <laughs> so it well, just... That's, that's after all that, it wasn't able to make the call anyway. It's funny because you could hear his iPhone also. Similarly, yes. it had that crash Everyone protection. was like, you're in a crash, you're in a crash. Right. And maybe they called at the same time. It's like people trying to get chili pepper tickets here. Just yes. busy, up, you're dead. Busied out the SOS. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what you want to hear. That's not a very calming voice. So they should at least, even if they couldn't get through the first time, be like, attempting again well, make you feel if, like there's a hope if you listen to it's like help is on the way it's literally saying someone's on the way yeah. even though they're not on the way they haven't even made the call yet and then the call failed so if you're like I mean this guy obviously was in a truck in a situation where he wasn't horribly injured right, but the but truck if did you, flip over yeah but I mean he's he's off-roading so he's in a truck that's kind of like I don't know rollover friendly or it's like built for that you know but if you're in a real accident and you're almost dead and someone says help is on the way when it's not that gives you false hope. Yeah, at least you die feeling <laughs> like feeling someone like was trying to yeah. save you. I'm all right. That SOS robot, will that take robot care lady of it. said she'll be here. <laughs> we kick off a uh, brand new hour of the show. We do it in exactly two minutes right here on K Rock. This is the world famous K Rock. Welcome to 9 o'clock. Just after, here we are, the world famous K Rock finale show. Thanks for hanging out, joining us. I know that uh, Omar is very excited that spring training baseball is back. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
And as much as you think he's bored by regular season baseball, even playoff baseball, the guy's bored. Spring training. When there's a home run and it goes to no one. Yeah, there's no one there. (laughs) But I was just in Arizona, and let me tell you, everyone was setting up, getting ready, and... uh, It is fun. I've been to a spring training game, and it is fun to be out there because it's so low-key. The tickets are super cheap, and you can just kind of hang out and drink beer. Also, we have the highest-paid professional athlete in the history of all of sport right here in Los Angeles, which should be exciting for us all. And uh, listen to this, because that guy did not disappoint during his Dodger debut. Here is Otani in what will more than likely be his final at bat today in his Dodger debut. Swung on, hit high in the air to left and deep. This ball carrying. This ball is gone! It is Dodger debut! Shohei Otani brings them to their feet. A two-run home run. That's what they've been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, for him to do oh, show me the way. Well, that is a strong man right there. Oh, oh my, my God. Oh, my God. A gay sport <laughs> highlight. I never knew I needed. I may have to start doing some gay uh, baseball strong. highlights. It's funny because everyone knows the name Shohei Otani. At least we thought, which is why we go into the streets for something called uh, Can We Say Shohei? And as we've learned. Play the song. A lot of people. I'll play Come on, it. play it. superstar and reigning MVP Shohei Otani will make his way up the 5 freeway wearing Dodger blue. Will people be able to say the name? Listen, listen to this. It's been updated, Ali. Shohei... Wait, sorry. Give me a second. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. You guys can try. <laughs> no, I'm not going to try. I, I don't even know how to start that. Like, shoo, shoo. Suatan? Yep. That's all I got. Uh, Shohi Atana. Yeah, that's the one. They got it. Hundreds of people Jake's approached, and only a very few actually can get it right. That's a name you should know. Mm-hmm. Crush it. Very strong man, Allie. I don't know if you knew that. He's got great legs. Great legs. Strong man. We kick off a brand new hour of the show right now here at K-Rock, 800-520-1067 to join us. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. If you need us, we're here for you. The number's 800-520-1067. In about 10 to 15 minutes, we'll get you into the forum for... Jokes. Netflix is a joke. Comedy Festival is coming to Southern California, taking over venues all over the place. And this is a good one. Tom Segura will get you into that uh, coming up in about 20 minutes right here. K-Rock. Ali, some messages on the GOAT line. I don't know if you heard these yet. Uh, That number is always there for you. 844-956-GOAT. This person is like almost... What are you, a a remote raven? Is that what you are in your moon circle? Yes, because I do virtual circle. I don't go in person. Ali's a big fan of that woo-woo stuff. But she she said there were so many people at the in-person when they had to turn women away. That's false. It's true. She's lying. She's not lying. Well... It's extremely popular. As you know, there's been a full moon, and as a result, Ali likes to go outside and yell wishes at the moon or whatnot. And this guy, this guy, listen, he's almost as good as you. Listen to this. Oh, man, I left my water bottle in my car last night. And this moon water charge is so good. Great. Bang. Woo-wee. Oh, I mean, what's that? Right, I love it. Uh, that guy's accidentally drank moon water because he left his water in his car overnight. It is charged. And you know what else you can do? I didn't even say this. If you'd like to put your crystals at the bottom of your jar, it will charge the crystals and the water. So then your crystals have more power. That does sound a little lame. 
When you say it out loud, <laughs> if we don't talk but to you, just true. listen to yourself. Come on. I mean, you got to hear that and go. That's crazy. But you can't just have like stank ass crystals that you forget about. They have to have like energy, you know, and if you leave them and forget about them, then they get all like wilted and crappy. You're now, Jake in, knows. you're now, enter- <laughs> but see, you're now entering, you're entering the world of Jake now because this is the guy that we make fun of for picking up rocks on the side of the road and then claiming they're worth something. Yeah, but Jake knows rocks have powers. Jake, are yes, you go- but I don't think you had to recharge them. Jake, yeah, you do. Would you go to your pawn shop and try to sell a bottle of Allie's Moonwater? Of course. Okay, because I don't think Nonya's going to stand for that at all. I'll give you a jar. Yes, yeah, go. I, all right. Uh, Jake, yeah, it's been a while since you've been back to the pawn shop. If you're keeping track at home, let me check the total tally. Uh, he's brought in zero dollars, zero bids. They've wanted nothing. But Nonya's going to want my water. I know it. Nonya will not want your water. I, sh- I assure you. And I don't know much about Nonia, but I, she's going to definitely say no to that water. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, guys. I'm a little behind on the show. I've been listening to the podcast for uh, Monday's podcast. I heard you guys were looking for a Avengers. So I wanted to throw my hat in uh, the ring. We've had a lot of people submit to be a part of our AA Avengers, the Alcoholic Avengers. Mm-hmm. Did not realize this would definitely take off the way it has. Well, people were sending us renderings of some of the characters that we already have, like Four Loco Freddy and the Bud Light Bros. Who did that? I thought Johnny did that. Johnny, you didn't do that? No, people were sending those to us. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. That that must be AI. That AI stuff's great. I'm a big fan of AI now. Johnny did that? It was AI. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know know why. You thought Johnny made those? I guess, yeah, that was stupid. That was my answer. Why is it so hard to believe I could do that? I do all the other posts for this show. No, but those were really the the Four Loco Freddy rendering and the Bud Light Bros and the capes. I saw them all on Klein Alley Show on the Instagram. They were great. You good job, Johnny. Oh, thank you, man. I got you. I got more coming up. Did you did those though, or no? No AI did, but you know I could take credit for. But that, did though. did you do the AI, or did a listener do that? A listener, a listener did the AI. Okay, I, so you did. So nothing. a listener did all of it. I posted them. <laughs> That's good enough. That's, That's why the postmaster. Postmaster. And there he is, the postmaster. Yeah. So listen, this guy would like to join the AA Avengers. I can go with either Jaeger Jesse, or go through my last name, be Tequila Trejo. Oh, sorry. Let me pronounce it right. Tequila Trejo. So, yes, if you think got a shot, let me know. I'll be waiting for your acceptance letter. Thanks. Yeah, a lot of people asking. I don't know how. I don't know where we cap it at, Allie, because right now we've got, obviously, we have the Bud Light Bros. We have Champagne Cindy. And Cheap Champagne Cindy. Yeah, but she's secondhand Cindy, and she was drinking a bottle of Cheap Champagne when, he ta- when we talked to her, I think, at 6.30 in the morning. It's got to be Corbell. She seems like a Corbell only. No, I think she said it was Corbell. Yeah, I know. Corbell all day, every day for yeah, her. Yeah, or Andre. And then we got uh, Four Loco Freddy. But I, I mean, at that point, I don't know. I don't think Klein could be a part of this. I can't. I'm. I'm not. Yeah. I'm sober. Yeah. I'm sober loser. We don't uh, need a kettle one, to... Kevin. I, I can't be anything. I can't drink anything, Allie. I, I, I wish I could. I'd kill. I know you, you got. You drink this weekend, on. right? Do it. I did say if if none of you break your re- force resolution before the Chili Pepper show, which is on Saturday, that I mm-hmm. will probably drink at that show. Yeah, but there's always some kind of uh, an Avenger that has like no powers or lame powers, and that can be you. Moonwater Klein. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Club soda with that's stuffed good. olives, Klein. All right, that's. I'm not in the AA Avengers. Don't worry. I don't have what it takes, and I know. Followed it. up by an iced tea. Followed right. up by an iced tea, Klein. <laughs> that's my closer. Finish him. <laughs> oh, the scammers are out there, big time. You know they love the holidays time, but like even every. Oh, let me start that sentence again. Whoa. They love the holidays. They love scamming us around the holidays. Okay. But. I'm with you. We're nowhere near any holiday right now. I mean, minus like the Cinco de Mayo and the St. Paddy's okay, Day. You're losing me. All right, go ahead. They are out now in force. The scammiest time of the year, I think, is right now. I think everyone's got their when gu- you least expect yes, it. Yes, I think their guard. Everyone's got their guard up. Holiday season. And then once you get in the new year, now you're rolling out of February into March. I think this is when the scammers, the real good scammers, realize, hey, 
No one, everyone's just going, hey, we got through the scammiest time of the well, year. And I would imagine that the lazy scammers take a little time off, you know? Got to. And then this is the dedicated scammers that kind of fill in and step up. If you're a full-time scammer, you got to spend some time for yourself to use all those Target gift cards and crypto that you convince people to give you illegally. And uh, we will get into an exciting round of bamboozled, but we'll find out why this guy is so upset. It's like shock. Like, psychologically, your brain is protecting yourself from the trauma of what's going on right there. That's a local scam that took place in Southern California. I have fallen for almost every local scam you could fall for, and yet I have not fallen for this one. Mm. I actually fell for one, Ali, and I, I was telling you I'm trying to unload stuff on OfferUp as I'm moving now, getting rid of stuff that I can't bring. And this was an interesting one, but someone said they wanted to come out and look at something. They came out, they looked at it, and then they said they wanted it. Okay. They took it. Instead of Venmoing me the $50, which we agreed upon, they Venmo... Venmo? What they, the hell's wrong with you? They Venmo requested me $50 for a removal fee from of my item. <laughs> what do you think cash, about that? Dude, you idiot. What's wrong with you, man? What, what do you mean what's wrong with me? You, or you, you had or a deal. if you're going to do Zelle or Venmo, you do it in front of the person, both together with your phones in front of you and everything, and you see and I'll make sure that those. it went through. Even those don't uh, aren't like one. You could take it back. Like you know, there's like scam. You can take like, it, uh, but if you zell somebody, you can't take it back like that, can you? I wouldn't trust it. Whoa, cash man. Cash. Remember, I zelled the guy. One, I zelled the guy one time at a number he gave me, and then he claimed he never got the zell. Give me a different number, so I zelled again, and I got I double zelled. I zelled, I zelled his wife the first time, and him the second time. <laughs> Hot. You Dude. zelled his wife. Zelled, zelled that guy's wife. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm the sucker? I zelled your wife. I zelled your wife. wife hard, night. man. I zelled her hard. <laughs> Let's get it. It's time for bamboozle. Here we go. Bamboo. A lot of people fall for the scam And now they're just like, damn Take your money, sucker, cause you didn't know it was all a sham And now you're just like, damn You know, 323 pointed out that it's tax season, so it is fraud season It is fraud season it's Actually, I'm glad they bring it up there We do have a tax scam to get to in this edition of Bamboozled But how about this one? Many of us put a good chunk of our savings into buying a house So imagine how you'd feel if your down payment disappeared <gasps> Because fraudsters stole it Oh my god that that would be devastating. That process is so house, annoying. Is such a long, so many forms. So you, many you, double you, sign here and here right, you get, five you, different times. That at some point, I think you just do what you do whatever you're told because if you don't do it, you're not going to get the house. And at some point, a scammer can squeeze in and grab that down payment. It's an emotionally and financially devastating scam, and the iTerm team learned it is on the rise. Two years ago, Pat and Marisa Lawler looked at 50 homes for sale. This oh, my God. Right here in Southern California. She's so high tight and interesting. <laughs> she really is. This closet's not going to do, do it. Do you want to look at 50 more houses, honey? <laughs> God, their real estate agent earned their commission. <laughs> Jesus. The market was tight and interest rates were low. They were outbid three times. So the Lawlers were relieved when they finally snagged a house in West Hills. It was very difficult. It was challenging. It was a seller's market, and we were buyers. Uh, <laughs> That's what they not said. much inventory right. to choose from. The escrow process went through without a hitch until the very end. It's like shock. Like psychologically, your brain is protecting yourself from the trauma of what's going on right there. Pat received wire instructions for the down payment in an email that appeared to be from the escrow agent. Oh, my God. See, this is where you don't know what you're doing at that point. Yeah, no but one they, knows. They do give you a lot of like fail safes. So they'll call you and be like, here's the address of the email that we're sending to you. Please verify it. Please make sure that you do not wire it to any other place. Like, they have a lot of fail-safes, I, I feel like. I would this 100% of the time. If I got an email or someone said, hey, you need to wire this now, it's due, I'd be like, great, get them the money, quick. <laughs> they got, they need it. 
This house is going to go to someone Especially else. Especially because you have you've stopped listening you at get, that point so, to all the instructions. You're so desperate. I mean, the way it feels getting a house around here, it's so such a desperate search. You can't get it. Outbid, 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 outbid. Yeah. Finally, someone's like, you're the ones. Really? Get out of here. The only reason I even got the house I ended up getting, Allie, is because... Someone, someone died in it? Someone died in yeah. it. And two people before me, the real offers they wanted, both uh, backed out because oh, they found really? out about the dead person. Oh, my God. And I told my wife... Well, she goes. Does she know about that dead person? Yeah, but after we moved in. Cool. Because she heard the creaking. <laughs> so he wired the money, $160,000. Oh. And then a few days oh, later. I received an email from my escrow officer. Uh, clear to close. We're all set here. Just need your down payment. Oh, oh. my God. Imagine that. So what happens? You don't get any of that back? They can't recover it somehow? I mean, that's a- I mean, this is why... But the Lawler's money was gone. Oh. The email that appeared to be from the escrow company wasn't. Escrow company at hotmail.com is not <laughs> a good Eagle, place Eagle. to send your money to. Instead, it was from a scammer with an email signature exactly the same as previous emails and a friendly note that addressed Pat by name. We were just trusting the process as we were told to do. We see this happening a lot. Dr. Clifford Newman is a computer system security expert at USC. You know what they're not going to say? Dr. Clifford Newman is a hit with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he says the scammers likely breached the escrow company's email system. So there are a lot of vectors that an adversary... <laughs> There's oh, a boy. lot of vectors. <laughs> How often does this guy use the word vectors that in conversation? That guy is a stud. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't even know anything he's saying already. He's lost me after one word. And Those are he... people that like. I would rather be scammed right. than I, get a lecture. And I know he's smart. Obviously, he's a professor at USC, whatever. But... Did, was there any need for the word vectors there at all? Like, what other words could he have used that would have that an adversary could use to get their way into the email system of a small company? That might have been because an employee of theirs did something that allowed the adversary to get in. God, that guy is the worst. He's not done. It could also be that the system itself was breached. It's called... Okay, just take my money. (laughs) I want to give him $160,000. So they they gave the $160,000 away to a... a, Because... And it's not even their fault in the sense that they did get a legitimate email from the escrow company they were using. But smart move on the hacker's part. They hacked the escrow company and just reached out to the people. Yeah, but it's like... It said that there was an email signature that was the same. So the email address wasn't the same. You always have to check the email address. Then there's this one, Ellie. This is a tax scam going around this edition of Bamboozled on K-Rock. A local family was counting on that federal tax refund to pay for household expenses. And now they're waiting on answers from the IRS and the tax preparer, all because of a fake tax filing. Now, this one is also another confusing one. A lot of forms. Who knows? I don't know. Scammers are smart. They They are get us smart where it hurts because they, they know we tune out when they, we have to sign stuff. Other than that vector guy from the last story, no one knows what the hell they're doing. Tag. We're just all guessing. And, hoping and it's especially right. with click to sign, I'm like, oh, great, clicky, click, 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 click. I click my signature <laughs> like I am... It's worthless. Yeah, like I'm the most famous. Like when you see these famous people, like they leave, like Shohei when he's leaving Dodger game. There's people everywhere waiting for autographs. That's how I am with the click, 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 yeah. click sign. Edward and Jill Harris have a full house in Joliet. I just never saw something like this coming. They're counting on their federal tax return, but scammers filed in their name. So scammers filed. 
for their taxes. For their tax and return. And they got the return. IRS God, documentation so shows the refund status results of a $10,000 expected refund. Cool. $10,687, but you didn't file it. No. Correct. And you saw this. What'd you think? I, uh... I gotta admit, I was highly upset. That guy does not have vector lingo. No, he does not. But so this, the scammers did their taxes for them. This yeah. sounds like a win to me. <laughs> kind of, except for the fact that they got the they got the sweet. Potato. I know, but I mean, think about the process. Yeah, now, well, now they got to try to undo this with the IRS. Which I'm sure that'll not take fun. seven years. Yeah. So there you have it. Oh, escrow agents on the phone. Oh, great. In. Or or are they? Whoa. We'll never know. This is K-Rock. That's been bamboozled. Could you tell? All right. That'll do it for us. Nicole Alvarez will be in here in just a moment. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. More tickets to see the Chili Peppers. Perhaps listen for Chili Peppers. And see the Chili Peppers on Saturday at the forum. Details and figuring out if you were at that first show, you want to make sure your ticket is still valid and all the information, emails you should be searching for from Ticketmaster. Details at krock.com. Go there so you're not SOL on Saturday night. All right. Let's go ahead and pick up caller 20 right now. And then we'll uh, do some takeaways and get out of here. Hey, Wayne. Yeah. You're going to go see Tom Segura at the Kia Forum, part of Netflix is a joke, all right? Awesome. Hold on. Thank you. Definitely talking about Segura and not us, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, All right, takeaways from today's show, and then we'll get out of here. What do you got? 626, my takeaway is Jake lost his cactus finger in Nam. Hey, Jake, tomorrow, um, I can't wait for it, but I guess after the show today, you're going to go back to the pawn shop? Yeah, man. All right, so tomorrow we'll hear what happens when Jake returns to the pawn shop to try to convince Nonya to look at stuff that he's selling. So far, he's brought seven things. They've offered him zero dollars. But he's going to bring my moon water this time. A bottle of Allie's moon water that she charged in the moon. And let's see what Nonya thinks about that. (laughs) 310, my takeaway is RuPaul is a top gay. Well, Allie's definitely not a top three gay, that's for sure. Tomorrow, another round of top three for 311. If you're interested in going to Vegas to see 311, what will be the topic? Find out tomorrow or follow us on the Instagram. Get your head start at Klein Alley Show, and maybe you can get in on that trip. We'll be giving that away in just two days. Perfect segue to the final takeaway from 213, Klein Alley Show, the show for people who never win anything. That's right. We are your consolation show. Thank you for spending some time with us today. What's your takeaway from today's show, Omar? Uh, my takeaway is that baseball is pretty gay. That's yeah. right. If you didn't believe it, you had to hear that home run that uh, Shohei hit. Boy. It was a homo run. <laughs> Allie said it, not us. Uh, what is your takeaway, Allie? My takeaway is when a woman rides an ATV, it's called an ATSHE. Oh, terrible joke. Boo! You did, and thinking about it, too, you did a whole setup, too, where Boo. you re- referenced an old commercial to pull, set yourself up. Pull that out of the podcast yet. No one hears it. Just only Allie's version. Uh, Jake, what's your takeaway? Yeah, if I die, tell a robot lady, let my family know that I love them. Okay, it's a beautiful sentence. Uh, have a good rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Try to do it better. If you need us in the meantime, goat line open now, 844-956-GOAT. Uh, podcast, download, wherever you get your podcasts, search, follow, etc. That's it. Bye. That they, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that you know, they that they feel that... Uh, that um Show me the way. That is a strong man right there. Ah, we miss you already. This episode of The Klein Alley Show is officially over. But the good news is that there's probably another one on the way. And even better news, you can listen to our show live whenever you fancy. And if you were looking for Joe Rogan, sorry you found us. And sorry someone didn't get murdered. Because that's a popular thing on podcasts, too. Well, the day is young, so...
Come here, Klein. Drink this. Oh, great. I'm thirsty. I'm going to be eggless. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.